0: hey everyone welcome back to the all things gymnastics podcast i'm ashley and i'm Brittany, and this is the podcast where we talk about all things gymnastics and today we are back with another segment of coach's corner as well as another 2024 season preview we are so excited to be joined by michigan state head coach mike rowe after another historic season for the spartans Mike joins us to talk about his stellar incoming freshmen, the team's mindset building off of last season, potential upgrades, and so much more. This interview is a little bit longer than some of our other interviews, but we encourage you guys to listen to the whole thing because it's honestly one of our favorite interviews. Not only is Mike super, super funny, but he gives great insight and you can just feel the passion and love that he has for his team. So it's definitely a conversation that you guys are going to want to listen to. We hope you all enjoy and please welcome to the show, Mike Rowe. I want to start by talking about last season. I have a little snapshot here of some of the things you guys did last season. Obviously, beat Michigan during the regular season, broke several school records, including the team record with a 198-225. I want to share of the regular season Big Ten title. I believe that was the first time that ever happened.
1: They're saying in program history and looking back, back in the early 1980s, even though the Big Ten had women's gymnastics. I think there were seven teams. They didn't recognize it as a varsity sport. Mm-hmm. We had the first four Big Ten championships. I think the girls got sweatshirts because they acknowledged it as a Big Ten championship meet and Michigan State won it. But the conference didn't recognize it as a women's varsity sport at that time. Okay. So they're now they're saying we're the first ones in programme history. So right. um, Okay. That's how it was explained to me.
0: Well, so that and then <laughs> yeah. just over a tenth and a half shy of advancing to the NCAA championships, <laughs> and yeah,
1: then that's a little bitter. You,
0: you had two individuals qualify. Yes. So, looking back on last season, how happy are you with everything that your team did last season?
1: Yeah, we we couldn't be more thrilled. It was a great year, and I was just I just said to somebody uh, yesterday actually, is that I feel like we're still kind of riding on that wave of last season and stuff. And we know we're in preparation for Team 50. This is our 50th anniversary of our program. Very exciting for us, so a lot of cool things going on. But like that high hasn't gone away. So the transition has been kind of smooth right now, plus the addition of you know five great freshmen that are just doing a fantastic job. And we only lost one person from the team before, you know, we haven't really lost any routines. Mm-hmm. It was hard for me just a couple of weeks ago when we got our, we they had the ring ceremony on the field or whatever, and uh, the freshmen couldn't be a part of it because yeah. they weren't part of that team. We had them down on the field, you know, with us and everything, like on the sidelines. But it was like, eee, we should have done this earlier. This is, yeah, you know, kind of awkward. yeah, it was kind of awkward. But um, they're like, don't worry, we'll get another one, so we'll yeah. have one. There I'm like, go.
0: that's what I want to hear. That's the mindset, <laughs> you
1: know. But it's been, it's been amazing. Uh, the administration, you know, all of our other Olympic sport coaches, our fans, our alumni, you know, it just everything kind of culminated in the perfect time of what had transpired, you know, in the past couple years before that. It was time. It was time for it to happen. And that team, specifically Team 49, was the team that I really honestly could say just stand back and push play. Yeah. because they had it under control they had great leadership and they just loved to go out and perform they look at it from a performance value even on the that floor beam events yeah. that when we're there warm up stretch you know what you can do let's get out there and give them a show kind of thing mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter who else is in the gym we keep it all about us and our you know we, and everybody has that We stay in our own little bubble kind of thing. It's basically what it kind of is. You know, we're not watching scores. We're trying not to, you know, be distracted, stay focused on the next person up. And we're just trying to carry that through the same kind of philosophy moving forward
0: well you mentioned that you're basically returning pretty much the entire team yeah and you have a stellar freshman class can yep. you talk about each of the freshmen and where you see them contributing this season
1: oh uh, yeah Michaela from DeVos in Indiana uh she's just got gourd and it's funny she's the tallest kid on the team all legs how tall is but she uh, 5'10 oh wow that's mm-hmm. really tall for a gymnast yeah Two inches shorter than me. I was like, hmm. Um, but just beautiful lines on floor. You know, she ends with an e-tumbling pass. She's got a beautiful Rudy layout step out. Um, she's beautiful on bars. Same thing, same lines, those long legs. She's working upgraded dismount right now. That's probably gonna happen. Let's see, vault full and a half. She won nationals on vault and floor last year. Amazing, So stuck some, one and a half. Yeah, stuck one and a half. We're right on the like video, right at the end of the vault runway going, All right, then. (laughs) Yeah. Right on next season. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Hang on to that. Um, So that was just amazing. Um, Then we have Gabby Ortiz, who, when the coaching transition happened at that other school, um, she was just looking for somewhere else. And we happened to hear about it. And we went in hard to, to try to claim her. And you saw that transpired. I mean, she was offered by three or four different schools you know, full scholarships, and she chose to walk on for a year. And
0: For the people that were listening today, she was awarded a three-year scholarship, correct? Yep, Which is super exciting. And if she,
1: I mean, because four years typically is their path to graduating. If she needs that extra year, we can actually, add, you know, tack that on when time comes. But uh, she transitioned really smoothly with this freshman class. They all came in, I think it was the week after the 4th of July, and um, they, they did, like, summer two. So it was like one class in six weeks, get a little taste of how things work. They get to work with us voluntarily, and, you know, the kids that are here on campus training, that, you know, helps them get a little more acclimated. So they all came in together and bonded really, really closely. It was real nice, and just transitioned to the team very I mean, it was like, this is how we do things. Obviously in the summer, there's no structure. You know, we have the gym open for three hours and they come in, they, you know, drag themselves in. And they're, it's funny because gymnasts that we get, you know, they strength train with our coach, our strength coach, John Smith, and they're doing, you know, they're running and lifting and all this stuff at like seven o'clock in the morning. And I'm thinking, well, their passion is their sport or whatever. Well, not after they've been running God knows how much and lifting how much. They have no legs and all that. They want to come to us and they're like, hey, you want to tumble or what do you want to do? And they're all beat all the, you know, you know what, just because of what they've just been through. But it's working, you know. It's not like they're going to conditioning and going back home. You know, they're training and helping each other pull through it. And it was just really nice to see that transformation of them coming in because you don't know. You know, the recruiting process, I don't care how many times you visit them or see them compete or chat with them on a phone call or whatever. You just really don't always know. Yeah. We got what we were looking for and then some. So, um, So
0: Gabby, do you think, what events do you see her contributing? A vault,
1: for sure. The yeah. one and a half is there. She had a little setback for about three weeks now. She got Osgood's slaughter. She's comes and goes or whatever. So, we backed her way off on the leg events. Beautiful full-in on floor. She's a major performer on floor.
0: She stuck a one and a half today. I don't Did know she? You were doing bars. So I, don't I know didn't if you see it. saw it, it but yeah, yeah, it was good.
1: I don't see half the stuff that goes on here because I'm behind that big old wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we call it the castle. Okay, Curly's. Do like you guys castle. have a
0: TV? Is that pointing towards the bar? I have a TV okay. that's
1: a quad screen that we place some. Um, I can see everything upstairs. I can see floor and I can see the beam group. So okay. I can turn, but I have to like turn away from the bars and to look and say, "Hey, she's not working. What's going on?" You know? yeah. But I, I have complete faith and basically turn over the the events to Nicole and Devin and Rachel, and yeah. they just do a great job. We, you know, we're definitely on the same page when it comes to just about everything we're all very competitive and a little crazy in order to be able to deal with this group but it's uh it's yeah it, it works really well in a perfect world would I have re at the time rethought at the time uh how that setup was going to be I would have changed it because they told me at the time that if we moved the vault Tower like the vault tumbling tower over to the wall and put the bars back, you know, between the beam and the vault tumbling. The men's program used to train here back in the day when I was here. They cut it in, I think it was 2000. There's so many holes in the floor it's a floating basketball court on top of a com- concrete subfloor okay. there's so many holes in the subfloor that the engineers were like it could compromise the integrity of your subfloor and then you're going to have uneven bar cables pulling up and all this kind of stuff we're like Let's just leave that alone and do, you know, put it where it is, and we'll deal with it until someday down the road we hopefully get a new facility. Mm. And hey, that's, that's
0: one of my questions coming
1: up here. Okay, I can't wait <laughs> Sorry, for that. Start thinking uh, of your answer. Yeah, okay. I got one. i just waited. on am bated breath, um, but it is exciting. I think that's our issue now. It's not about the functionality of our facility because we can do anything we need to in there. Today actually came on a special day because we were trying to find a minute of time to get down to the arena to put some of those upgrades down there. Not that we we're gonna do it today, but we want to progress them from drills and skills and that kind of stuff to timers, layouts, blah blah blah. So next week start twisting. So you
0: have a vault down there, or like how do you how do you get that down? We right?
1: have our competitive equipment has already been brought over for season. Okay, for good. the green and white <laughs> and all that stuff. So like, that
0: was a lot of work. I couldn't imagine you like trying to drag a vault down those oh, stairs. Oh yeah,
1: really? Yeah, and they used to do that there's a those double doors that you go downstairs mm-hmm. there's a what do they call it it's like a block and tackle electric winch that has a big <laughs> uh cart that they haul all the mats and the equipment on and they would lower it down it would take half a day to set up our meats and stuff mm-hmm. Well, they just have finalized all of our equipment and mats and everything that we need to be stored in certain areas down there whatever which makes it they don't take all we do is take down i think four inch throws sting mats Chalk trays, uh, springboard, extra little necessities or whatever. We take those down. So none of the equipment or the, the big mats, landing mats, have to be moved anymore, which is great because it was a lot yeah. of wear and tear on the equipment moving in every weekend too. We yeah. destroyed a beam by it getting dropped off the winch, Oh, no. Or a chain, <laughs> you know, stripping the suede off the beam. You're like, well, that needs to be recovered, you know. Yeah. So it was a lot of trial and error that Got us to finally where we are. So
0: today was the first day you were doing vaults down on the comp surface. Because that's
1: our only comp surface that we had. And I
0: didn't see any actual vaults, just timers. Just So like, timers. at what point do you guys start doing actual vaults We're going to do
1: there. that like twice a week. Mm-hmm. And Devin will progress each individual as, because some of them, um, Nikki, Sage, the Tenno Starts already got. I mean, I'm not going to say they're going to do them next week, mm-hmm. but they'll be able to advance a little faster than... The other five that are working on, you know, yeah. Michaela's obviously been doing them, but she's not there yet to take them down. So they'll probably go to I don't know, step in full and a halfs and fulls uphill and things like that. So um, it'll be a, it'll be a process, but I think we'll probably get down there ten times mm-hmm. before green and white, which will be perfect for, mm-hmm. you know. And if we don't ha- if they're not down by then, those will be on the back burner till next year. Yeah, you know, the potential for these are is great, but we're not. Risking any safety or anything like that. I mean, good
0: thing to have that in your arsenal. Mm. (laughs) Another person that I wanted to ask you about, another freshman that I saw today that I was really impressed with was Isabella. Is it Trostel or how do you say her last name? Trostel, yeah. She's amazing on beam. Oh, yeah. We were all standing there. We're like, who is that on beam? She's beautiful. She's She's a
1: beam gamer. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's really good. And she's good on bars, too. Um, We're just uh, making a plan B for her dismount right now. But extremely consistent, competitively, a gamer on beam. And we went for her for, you know, those reasons. Uh, pretty clean, Yurchenko full. It's not quite where it was, you know, at the last end of last season. Um, but, no, she can... Definitely add depth to any one event right now. Bar she goes, Maloney pack, and legs are glued together. Um, She was doing full outs, which are a little inconsistent, but she had them on a resi. Um, So we're just going back to blindfold, double tuck to have a fallback so we can continue working on the upgrade. Sweetest kid, takes a million turns without hesitation. This team overall, they're so, they, they care a lot about each other. They they support each other when it comes to knowing you're competing with each other for spots in the lineup and Mm -hmm. potentially staying home for a weekend and not going with the team kills me to think about still.
0: Is that because your roster is so big? Yeah, Yeah. with
1: 23, we have to leave five home. Oh, yeah, that stinks. It really stinks. And knowing that we just didn't know, you know, these kids are all competitive. Even kids from past years that have moved, you know, that were integral to the to the program two, three years are feeling themselves slip because of the talent that's coming in. But you're still part of this family and you're still going to be a contributor no matter what. And if there's any way I can get you there, you're going to be there, you know, one event or no events. You can be a third, fourth or fifth manager. I mean, Mm -hmm. NCAA puts the limits on the how many people can be in the corral and that's where it comes to knocking you out. So yeah, you can go, but you got to sit in the stands and we can't pay for it. You know, it's so it's, it's, it's tough. Man, I and, wish
0: there wasn't rules. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. There should just be no rules, period.
1: <laughs> well, and there's a lot of teams that are recruiting for maybe two event specialists or whatever. And when you start to do the math, oh, we got more than 18. Who are we not going to take? Yeah. And that, what event is that going to affect? So, you know, we're, we're at a rock and a hard place right now because we have a lot of all-arounders where we could probably field a team with seven kids or yeah. eight kids or whatever, but... No, we got a lot of great kids that are doing some amazing things at other events that we want. We want our lineups, even if they're only doing one event. Mm -hmm. We want to take them, so... I haven't done all the math yet. We haven't sat down because it's almost like I don't want to know the answer. (laughs) Yeah, like I said out there, I don't
0: envy your position. Yeah. You're in a tough spot.
1: It is a tough spot. But it's a good
0: spot to be in because that means that you have a lot of talent and a lot of depth. Yeah. You have two other freshmen, Kendall Abney and then Emma, I believe, right? Yep. So anything about them that you want to share?
1: Kendall is amazing. She actually came to us from uh, Mega, Kim Tonskinen's gym. Just amazing bar swinger. I've been looking at that kid. I've known that kid for a gazillion years when she was an elite back in the day. And just she had a growth spurt and had a wrist injury, had surgery, or whatever. And I think that the growth spurt kind of came at the time off or whatever, during that. But still hasn't missed a beat. On she's beautiful on beam. She's beautiful on bars. I was watching. Beautiful her hand on like floor.
0: Pirouettes right on the hand yep, stand. toe hand
1: right on top of the bar. Yeah, could tap a little stronger into the dismount sometimes. But I think she stuck two or three today. Uh-huh. Um, so and has been really working on legs together on the back swing in the pack out of the Maloney. Just a great kid. I mean, just just such a. Great kid. Beautiful on beam, beautiful on floor, um, working on upgrading some tumbling passes. But at this point, we're kind of settling in on skills because we're putting routines together now, and we got to push play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and Vault is even, you know, she's a decent, decent, your tank full, too. Mm-hmm. So, but who knows at this time, One, of, which one of those are going to come into play. Yeah. Give so us your lineups her, right now. Yeah. And she, yeah. Seriously, oh, if they would, I'd have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We don't want to do that. We don't we're want We're do starting
1: that. to get, you know, information from Super 16 and uh, <laughs> yeah. Utah Sprouts Farmer's Market, whatever, classic, whatever that is. And we're like, wow, this is happening. This is really happening. And soon. Yeah, it
0: comes up it quick. It comes
1: up so quick. <laughs> and I don't want to, you know, I know the holidays are coming up and the girls are especially excited. I'm like, don't wish this preseason away. We got a lot of cleaning up to do, but we're doing things further ahead of where we ever have been. You know, mm-hmm. the details that we're working on right now, I'm thrilled because... They're doing them and addressing them, and we were doing this in end of November last year, yeah. you know, beginning of December. And it's just cool to see that it's making a difference, and they're carrying them over day to day. Mm-hmm. It's 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 exciting. Mm-hmm.
0: I have to ask you about Nikki Smith. You guys hit the oh. jackpot with her last year as a freshman. So
1: glad her and her sister are tight.
0: <laughs> I was going to oh, ask right. you about that, too. They what are they are, like in the gym together?
1: They're, well, they're... Occasionally they're in the same group. It just uh-huh. kind of we switch them up all the time so they can train with each I other. I noticed they
0: were split today they're and I was split. wondering if that was intentional. I'm like, Not, are these two trouble together? <laughs> well, I
1: think they were together last last week and I think it was just changing it up, trying to mix it up so yeah. everybody gets to train with each other and yeah. um yeah, they're cuter than anything. First of all, they're funny, they're fun um the talent is there you know naya's upgraded a full in on floor this year and she's a fifth year mm-hmm. senior who does that yeah
0: <laughs> right. you know what i'm
1: saying you've been here four years i've been doing a great job going all you know all around we she's like to,
0: i'm gonna be in that she's lineup. like i'm
1: gonna be in that lineup because she sees what's coming up yeah. and it didn't take long for that to transpire they've they've all had their full ins on the floor so they're not obviously putting them in routines yet but i'm like dang, these kids really want it. They really have that desire and that drive. And um, yeah, we have, I think, um, seven full-ins with one of them being a pike with Olivia. And they've all been put on the floor. And I think we have five front double fulls. Never in the history of this program have we had that many e-tumbling passes. That's amazing. Not even close. I mean, half of that maybe. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's going to be very exciting. But if you're... A double tuck, a double pike, a full and a half front lay, you may be number seven. Yeah. You know, our we we may have e tumbling passes not in the lineup for a jump that's not going one eighty or leap. And I'm like, Yeah. This is and this, these are all hypothetically speaking, because you know, we still got a lot of time, but it's like to know that the potential is there with some of these kids and what Could actually happen. Some really cool things could happen this year. They're
0: going to really be pushing each other. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like Nikki last year, did she exceed your expectations? Oh, by far. By far.
1: Yeah, the perfect end, um, the freshman of the year, the consistency. Mm -hmm. I mean, and she had some, like, heel bone bruise issues going on, and we'd try to modify and stuff, Mm -hmm. and she'd step up, and the gamer that she would, you know, when she'd show up or whatever, just like it's – she's a natural, you know. I mean, all you have to say is, "Where are those knees and feet coming from?" And the next time, it's like, "Like, oh yeah, just got a little reminder, whatever." Yeah. You know, she, it was weird today because on her Maloney, she hit two routines straight through. We only I only made her do a dismounted one because she's had some I don't know if it was a tendonitis or whatever in her knees for a couple of weeks, so we have just back been backing off on not so much tumbling, but vault and her bar dismounts, and I think her kickover front on beam and she for a while she had a little bone bruise on her heel i think but i think that's resolved itself but you know a week later I tell her to go and she's going and she's like poof, just like it, i don't know it's almost like she's from Not another real. planet Yeah, Yeah. she really is. Love her to death. Another
0: person that's not real is Gabby Stevens. She's one of your veterans. Yeah. Um, Talk about her. Also, her one and a half on vault. From what we've seen, looks great. Is that a realistic? It's totally realistic. It's totally
1: realistic because... She
0: has a nice full, too. uh It's one of those things where, like... If the full is more consistent, you'll go with the full. I guess. What's the strategy with that?
1: Yep, she wanted to do it. She was working on double falls last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we were like, "That's yeah, that's great. That's fine. Obviously, not during season and all that stuff. But getting her to think of the block and how to get into the table a little bit more. Which she's she's a very she's a very good technician when it comes to that and understands the nature of the skill. But it was always going to be about finding that landing, you know, on the one and a half or whatever. And Devon is just she's like the queen of drills and applying the drills to the skills, and just did a great job with working on all, all with all of them. And before I knew it, I think I saw it maybe twice. I never saw it into the foam. I saw it twice, and it was already at sea level on like eight inches in the in the. Before I knew it, was on the resi. It was on, you know, one eight eight inch or two eight inches comp level, and sticking them. And I'm like, holy Moses. That's, yeah. yeah. And bars. I mean, she's probably capable of going 10 this year on bars. She's uh taken out the cast toe hand bail and gone Maloney immediate bail. Cause I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to, we're going to lose a 10th bonus on that D to D transition because it's kind of overdone this yeah. year and we have more than a handful of them. Um, so she wanted to do that just to take out a handstand to try to eliminate some half-tents that she felt she was getting last year, and maybe occasionally, but that that dismount was upgraded last year. Yeah. She's upgraded her vault this year. Beam is just stock, stellar, beautiful. I mean, kick of her layout front, that's just gorgeous. So round double full, you don't see a lot of in collegiate. You know, some of the top programs maybe, but not always when it comes to wanting to nail that stick, and she's one that's not going to water down that dismount. I don't care what's happening. Um, you know, ending with a front double full and a front through to double pike on, on floor. It's just that kid's – and she's a gamer too. Yeah. You know, on meet day, she's ready to go. She's chosen for a second year as a captain. Um, Bailey was chosen second year as a captain, and Skyla was actually chosen as their first year captain, which is going to be a great trio of just leadership yeah. and information because – I think all three of them lead by example in the gym and the kids all look up to them. Some of them are a little more, a little quiet or subdued when it comes to vocal leadership, but they're learning and they kind of feed off each other. You know, if we're not going to get it from one, we'll get it from another one. They see when the the hole is there or whatever and, and something needs to be said, so... And I can already see leadership rising from some of our youngsters already, which is exciting too. And yeah. I'm like, you say it. That's you know, that's you're you're everybody has an equal voice here. We yeah. don't stifle anybody. You say it if you feel it. You know, there may we may need to work on the delivery a little bit, but I'll be the first to admit I need to work on that a lot. <laughs> but um no, they they and I think they like that feeling that they can be come here and be their true self, voice their opinion, no one's going to shut them down. You know, if someone does try to shut them down or whatever, they're going to talk it through and come to a let's just agree to disagree kind of thing. And I know it sounds cliché, but it's it's working, you know. It's they're really, you know, feeding off each other and and they all want to be a part of something great. And I think the 50th anniversary year is is being taken on by the administration as a big deal mm-hmm. and you know we got a logo and we're gonna have patches on marching and uh oh, t-shirts okay. and apparel and all this kind of stuff so <laughs> yeah to hype it to really hype it up and so they're excited about that
0: you mentioned Skyla. She's obviously been super, super consistent for you guys. What do you expect from her this season?
1: To the same thing. But she's cleaned everything up. You know, where it would have been nine nine, nine nine two five, you know, heaven forbid nine eight seven five or something like that. But she's cleaning up the backswing on bars, you know, right to the immediate bail. The double A, poof, drops out of the clouds. Everything. There's all these little half tents that are coming together you know in no, the first week in November beam she's amazing on vault she's dropping out of the clouds and it's a full but it's a clean full that's flat and she can one of the best fulls. yep one of the best yeah. and um, what other event floor oh yeah that um <laughs> <laughs> She's, no big deal. yeah, she's, you know her, she, <laughs> she is like the queen of performance, Yeah, you know, she eats it up That's her in event. the audience, <laughs> eat it up and her new routines, Nicole has done an amazing job, you know, stepping in for Alina and just taking over. Trust me when I say Nicole's no schlep when it comes to choreography, she's got a dance background and she mm-hmm. had three big 10 floor champions in 2017, I think it was. Mm-hmm. What tied with um Yeah um
0: no, I'm not gonna remember the names, but I know remember who you're talking was about. Was it
1: Liv? Yeah yep,
0: Liv Karras, there might have been Lugowski, one mo- Yeah, Live was a little bit, um ooh. it
1: was uh God, to go back Nicola and Deans yeah. 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 and Kira Frederick. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, there we go. <laughs> Gymnastics <Yep>. trivia. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Put that one out there. But so it's kinda nice, even though it's been a lot of a lot of work because she doesn't, you know, she choreographs the stories and picks the music and edits it and, you know, tries to get them to actually perform what she's envisioning, you know, in the choreography or how the choreography is, you know, telling the story along the way. And um, they really get into that because I think they feel like, oh, then... I'm going to be like Skylar I'm going to be like Gabby or I'm going to be like Delaney. Yeah. The kids that do really get into it, they've all kind of taken it on as their own. And yeah. it's kind of, it's it's really fun to watch that evolve. If it Whether it's from, you know, hopefully it's in one season. But if it takes one season to kind of get seasoned so they can settle into it by the second year, uh, if they're holding on to it, it's kind of cool to see it evolve and what they make out of it because it's usually so much better, you know, the second time around. So... <laughs> That's cool, too. And I'm still, I think she has one or two left that she's, you know, kids are injured or, you know, just getting them for one reason or another if music hadn't been quite edited the way she liked it. She's a perfectionist. And I think, like we all are, our own worst enemies at times. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, they would have been done a month ago if I would have, you know, just settled on the music or, or <laughs> yeah. settled on that final pose or whatever. So... Yeah, I'm expecting a lot of great things out of our floor squad, whoever they may be. Right. Because there's so many cool things that could, could happen.
0: Talk about Olivia Zermani. She's a sophomore. Aye. She came in <laughs> last year as a freshman with a lot of potential. We only saw her on bars and yep. beam a little bit, right? Or just bars? Yep.
1: Bars and beam. She vaulted. And she vaulted a little, little bit. bit.
0: Okay, but, but it was she mostly had bars,
1: I feel like, is what a, I remember. Yeah. She had a lot of hardware in her ankle, and that was unfortunate because she wanted to be she aspired to be an all-arounder. And we told her, you know, with your stats and everything that you've historically done and showed us, you're you're right there with the rest of them. And we she couldn't get in the numbers or whatever, which we're not a numbers program, okay? We're like quality over quantity. One, two, three, you're done. You know, let's work on problem parts. Let's work on, you know, amplitude. Let's work on squeezing handstands, handstands, handstand. They get handstands till they're, you know, blue in the face. I think the quality over quantity and the fewer turns gets them to think. On any given day, I can hit a solid nine, eight, five routine on any day you know with a with or without a touch i usually um ask them to do a dismount in their touch some of them don't, don't touch some of them do a timer some of them do a set of 3 kip casts and 3 giants and then a dismount so yeah. they've got to and I, once again i'm going back to the event i know mo- <laughs> most of at the time but um you know, we're, I think in order this season is so unforgiving and just relentless when it comes to the pounding and pounding and pounding when you don't have depth on the team. And I've been there. I've been there nine years at Pitt when we. I had five and I was scrapping to put up a sixth one just going, pray to the bar gods that they catch and <laughs> land standing up. And... That's why right now we don't kind of know how to deal with this. <laughs> but um,
0: So with Olivia, we've seen her today doing her first one-and-a-half – they said, Did you see it? I didn't yeah, get to so, see it. Oh, yeah, we saw it. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it was the first time over. So you have you have a pit on one side, and then the resi, she went is resi the other on the other. Side, so it was her first time doing it on the resi, and it looked good. Uh-huh. It looked really good. I was going to video it, and then mm-hmm. I was told not to because she was nervous.
1: <laughs> oh, she made but, the team leave. Yeah, I know. She made the team go down and, and move the vault equipment from downstairs.
0: <laughs> but hey, first time, you like, get go, it. Yeah. So is that something that's realistic for the season? Yes, okay. totally. We
1: just we we're just finishing up our individual meetings, and she was in today. She's like, I really want to be an all around her. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> she's got a pike full in that no one saw last year because she didn't have a floor, and she's mm-hmm. she's got a really nice full. Her ankle gave her problems last year and because she had
0: surgery over the summer, right? Y- one, of the,
1: one of the yes, yes, okay. and so this past summer she had the surgery to take all the all the garbage out, and it's you know, like <laughs> And Nicole quite was light. saying
0: that it's easier for her to do the one and a half, which is like the landing, like she can just twist uh-huh. and open it up, and it's an easier landing. Easier landing so, for her, yep. Yeah, I mean, hey. Yep. <laughs> and her it.
1: pike full in is gorgeous on floor beam. She And she she did some beam last year. Mm-hmm. That's right, she did do some beam last year. But once again, that ankle, we, we put her in when we, you know, she'd either have some good luck with the week before and thought, hey, let's put her in whether it's an exhibition spot or, you know, up front. Her series, and I might be wrong. I think it was kick over front back handspring. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to try to work up something else. So new series this year and the metal out of her ankle and so much more consistency. She attacks Beam. She's got pretty lines. She, everything's strong and aggressive, or whatever. She but it's like she today. nails mean, She be- nailed
0: it like all the way through. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that that's going to make a huge difference. You know I'd say? Beam is like our Clinger event. Like, you keep doing that, you're going to be in the Beam lineup. That yeah. kind of stuff. But I expect floor, I bars. She's, uh, all I think she's definitely. underrated.
0: I think a lot of people are going to Well, be that's when we
1: took her last year. We're like, she's going to be a like, what do you call it? Like a, when you're playing pool, like, you're oh, playing stuff know, in the pool bowl, and They're like, pool. "Oh, I've never played this game before," and then all of a sudden, they're kicking everybody's butt. <laughs> yeah, you know, because they're dropping all the ball, or whatever. She's like that. She's that. Yeah. She's like un- lurking like in the corner. In she's the gonna, corner. She just
0: like not like when you do interviews and stuff. Like, don't mention her. Act like she's no big deal. Right. And then it's right, drop, she they comes like, out ball. there and she
1: nails that bar routine, which has she goes pack, and she was working pack immediate Maloney Ginger cast, Giant Double A. So it's um, like, mm, 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 boom, boom, <laughs>
0: all over the place. Ting.
1: You know, and you're like, okay. Well, we we uh, broke the connection on the uh, pack to the immediate Maloney just for the fact that she she had her, one day she was doing it, and I think on the pack, caught the bar, whatever, her sternum cracked, oh. and she had some sternum pain for a little bit, and we were like, ah, uh, we, we could play around with this a little bit later. Let's go back to the Kip Cass Maloney ginger. And like a charm. You know, she yeah. stepped in. She was probably in the bar lineup 50% of the time last year because we were juggling some people uh, just to see and rest others at the time. And um, this year, she she took the summer and just ran with it. After her surgery and she was released and, you know, very smart about her coming back into training, returning to practice, whatever. She swung bars, for bars, bars, bars. And her handstands are like... Mm, right there. And I'm like, thank you, God. Um, <laughs> yeah. And she's so, amazing. and she's amazing. And I think that once again, this year she's gonna, she's, she gets kind of giddy. Like when, when you talk to her about competing all around competing for, you know, actually doing it and she's like, this is what I've wanted for so long. And I'm oh. like, pray, pray, pray that, you know, I want all my athletes to be healthy, but this stuff just, yeah. just happens in this sport, but right. very yeah. excited for her because, you know, we'll. There'll be certain days where we have to be very thoughtful in, okay, we don't do the leg events on the same day, but even doing, say, uh, floor beam bars together, I'll water back the bar dismounts, because I know beam sometimes takes its toll on our ankle a little bit. We just got to be smart about that. So as long as we keep, we've as, as a staff, we've learned how beneficial it is to always be focused on not overtraining. And... You know, the quality over quantity aspect of it has really helped us a lot. The girls appreciate us and trust us, I think, implicitly just for the fact that, you know, we are looking out for their their health and well-being, you know, when it comes to you know, all the pressures that any student athlete in any sport is, you know, they get 20 year or 20 hours a week just nabbed out of their schedule to come do their sport, which they love and all that kind of stuff. But it's taken away from their academics, which is the reason they're here. And, um, you know, we are very, very, very serious about the team as a whole having great academics. We have like a, we have 25 teams here, 26 and there's the traveling men's and women's academic trophy for the highest team GPA oh, okay. that they give out at their awards gala every year. And gymnastics has had it like three or four times since the inception, and I don't know exactly when that is, but mm-hmm. I want to say the last time they got it, Nicole was on the team. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay, so <laughs> it's been, been a while. It's been a minute. We've been a tight second a couple of times here the past couple of years, and um, women's golf has been very fortunate because they. To have some smarties, but we do too. And our grade points have been going up, and it's – so we're in the running so for they're, – they're competing. you're not just going for Big Ten trophy. Oh, heck no, man. We're going for that academic trophy. We want that sucker <laughs> he bet bad, Yeah, badly. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs>
0: Um, What about Sage Kellerman? So she was a tank for you guys on Vault last year. She did some good bar work as well. Any other events we might see her on?
1: She's upgraded bars. Mm -hmm. She's dismounting a double A right now. That's been really, really... it, It was a hard time convincing her, but she came to us working a double A uh dismount on bars or whatever and I was like all this video we saw and we love it and so what's going on she's like well I just thought my first year I want to be safe and you know know that I can hit a clean routine and all this kind of stuff and she went nine eight seven five and nine nine and at two uh, meets or whatever and, nine nine, five. and she- nine nine five yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like where'd that um, come from <laughs> yeah we're like, so the double A, um, there's no built-in deductions anywhere in your routine. Let's play around with that. And she took it seriously this summer. Well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it at the end of a routine. Well, there's ways to train for that. Just trust the process. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and so we just brought him down. I want to say last week. So she hasn't done it in the routine down yet. She I usually let him go through speed giants or whatever, and then get up and you know do the, the upgraded dismount or whatever. So next week we'll be putting him in routines and without a doubt she's you know a contender she's so consistent she
0: has a floor upgrade as well right she has a floor
1: upgrade at full in
0: yeah yeah we didn't see it today but yeah the was telling us they about.
1: did they all brought them down monday this this past monday they all brought their e passes down and i was just like Obviously, I had to watch the video because I was on the other side of the wall, yeah,
0: not you, knowing, you hearing the all worst,
1: the screaming. The worst you know, seat in
0: the house. It's
1: the worst seat in the house. I'm like, <laughs> how does this happen? We have to have like debriefing meetings at the end of practice to say, so what happened? You know, I, know, how I did love everybody the deal? fact
0: that I'm like, telling you that Olivia did the one and a half. And I'm like, and she did?
1: She the did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: the head coach <laughs> doesn't even know what happened. Nah, no. No. That's
1: funny. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> So But it works. <laughs> <laughs> Looking into this season, what do you view as the team's strength? So that can either be an event that you think is a strength, or it could be like a, a quality, personal characteristic of the team, I guess. Whatever you want to interpret that as. What's the strength of this team?
1: I think the strength is the first of all, their hunger. They, you know, they will not stop they're gritty, so they will not stop fighting no matter what it takes legally. <laughs> um, to, to get what they want. And, you know, we want to come out of the gate stronger than we did last year. We want to open our Big Ten season stronger than we did last year. We want to hope that that 198 happens more than once. You know, get a mid-197, you know, RQS and really just start building that because, you know, we start off... In Vegas against tough competition and Utah against tough competition, those are gonna be those are two away scores, two road scores that potentially could be counting. I don't want them flat, you know? Right. And that's not me telling them. They're just saying they're saying this. They know this. They, you know, they do their homework and they're smart. And so I just think it's They know the expectations are high because they put that on themselves. Mm -hmm. They read the social media and all that kind of stuff, and it's very, it's extremely flattering and all that, but they know that that's not given. You know, it's not, it's things that change in a heartbeat, things go crazy, you know? So um, I just think that's why. They, this, the philosophy of having each other's back and being there because you don't know when your turn to step in and replace a 9-9 nine, nine with hopefully a 9-9 nine, nine or a 9 9 2 five, higher, yeah. whatever. So I would say, you know, basically they have the tenacity, they have the grit, but not giving up and just keep pushing the program forward because they know what they're capable of doing and they know even more since this summer and this preseason that they're capable of doing more. Um, we want more we're greedy it's it's and it's you know I joke around and I you know tongue-in-cheek kind of thing or whatever because this sport is crazy and everybody else is getting better too yeah you know everybody else raises the bar to themselves everybody doesn't just stay there and watch Michigan State rise to the top Mm -hmm. we're not stupid we know that everybody's gonna bring it and you know they're gunning for us and that's challenging that's exciting and you know the kids are just saying bring it what you know see what's gonna happen see how it plays out or we have more home meets this year that's exciting we're going on some great road trips so yeah we'll see how we'll see what happens stay tuned stay tuned (laughs) what
0: about an area that you want to see improvements on by the time season starts
1: Mm -hmm. You know, I talked about the performance as- aspect of floor, and it's coming through with the choreography, but then again, it's not equal across the board. Yeah. We got some big tumbling and, and and that kind of stuff that I talked about, but put, pairing those with a uh, great presentation and the great, you know, because that's all a part of, we, you know, decolonized dance background is... All about the performance aspect of it you know so do you
0: give them like feedback on the performance or I give oh crazy sleep?
1: feedback on performance <laughs> <laughs> basically right. because I Can sit we there go
0: back on a floor day where you guys are doing floor I want to watch you give feedback to them
1: <laughs> oh seriously it's really easy because they'll be like I've heard so many floor coaches and it doesn't happen here but so many floor coaches out on the floor going you need to smile you need to have fun with it make eye contact with the audience I'm like I watch your TikToks, okay, <laughs> and I know what you can do, and I know the faces you make and the flirtatious eyes and the uh, this kind of stuff. You're doing a TikTok in front of six <laughs> thousand TikTok t- TikTok.
0: It's TikTok. A TikTok in
1: front of six thousand people. <laughs> Raise the bar. Get it up there. You're throwing it in, that, in front of how many millions on your little <laughs> TikTok app, but you can't do it in the gym, whatever. It's like, you know what you can do, and so it's just like. When they want to do it, they can do it however they want, you, you know, and it have looks fantastic. Tic Tac. She's,
0: she's losing it over I mean, here. That's t- going to be my. Tic-tac.
1: There'll be a meme on that this year. Or watch oh, Michael we'll we'll t- with it. a little Tic Tac. Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little box of Tic Tacs. Seriously,
0: <laughs> show okay, how so you, much I know. So, an improvement you would like to see more performance quality from performance everybody on quality the team,
1: from everybody not on just the team. Those key so like, when they are the replacing team. them because of their difficulty and their their you know the tumbling that's that's gonna you know raise the bar whatever um they need to have the whole package Mm -hmm. you know they can't be 150 leaps or like that they've got to be equal they've got to be so it's those kind of things that and you know we we talk about gymnasts with coaches and coaches with gymnasts about giving grace because it doesn't all come overnight you can't flip a switch and make it happen but if we could just keep having this conversation of this is you know we're we're traditionally a a pretty good floor squad you know let's be an amazing floor squad and really like step up from the beginning of the season and hold that let's let's be an amazing bar squad and let's stay up there in the top 10 throughout the season and you know it's all these kind of things that I look back when I first got back here where Beam was like our nemesis kind of thing and that's not the case anymore Yeah, you know and
0: honestly when I think about it you guys are pretty even keeled across the board across the board really when you ask about you an event a week, I don't think you don't we... have a weak event right like, they yeah. are really really strong on every single event yeah. and I would say maybe last year potentially Vault was a weaker event but just because you guys didn't have the tunnel start values yeah, but, but, but like now the you the stuck do. landings were there with all the holes right. yeah you and didn't even really need them this,
1: and Sweet 16 with Utah and Alabama or whatever we tied Utah and Vault mm-hmm. yeah and I was like, mm, okay. But now that you guys have a really
0: nice one and a half potential. Yeah. Kind of start value potential. Like... That's not even a, a week event anymore. Like right, you guys are right. Really, when even, you're recruiting, do you look for, like, 10-0 start values, or is it not yeah. necessarily something that you're, like, super focused on?
1: We, we have now, and the, the thing is, is thank you DP program for for stepping up to the plate and starting to teach some of these 10-0, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. start value vaults and doing it, and kids are getting it, and kids are getting 10s. Yeah. That never used to happen in J.O. at the time, mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, they that community has been amazing at doing that for us, and we hoped it would because, you know, NCAA uh, vault got kind of boring, mm-hmm. repetitious, and it was just like, you know, either they're missing the amplitude, they're missing the distance, or they're missing the landing. Yeah. You know, obviously forming the air, but ever, they're... Yeah, you can fix all those things, but all nine nines are not created equal. Mm-hmm, you know, okay. you could see some just blast them into here and take a tiny little step or whatever and go nine nine when someone else did you know, rolled over the top of the table and stuck it and went nine, nine. You're like, wait, wait, it's not, That's the, same sh- it's not the same vault. There was a mile between those two vaults. So mm-hmm. I think it was a great thing. It was hard to, a hard pill to swallow at the time we were contemplating doing it. It actually took us a couple of years to get off the pot and do it. And I think it's, that was, obviously it was the right thing to do because mm-hmm. vault is now exciting again, yes. you know. It's not without like, oh god, yeah. oh, go full? <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've talked a lot about this team's potential. Obviously, I think your guys' potential is through the roof. Like, this is a really, really strong team. What would you okay. say is the team's biggest goal for the season?
1: Getting to nationals. Mm-hmm. That's my goal, you guys too. I want you yep. guys there so bad. Thank you. You know, the the Big You're Ten so is a close. tough conference. You're so close. We're so close. It was point four five the year before at point one five last year. Mm-hmm. And the kids were gutted, mm-hmm. gutted when the last competitor went and saw that we dropped, you know, point one five below Florida. And I was like, guys, going in this, did you even see yourself competing against Florida? Mm-hmm. Like really? And you have your own. no and holding your own, yeah. you have nothing to hang your head about. That was kind of our yeah, well, 0.15. That I got a little indigestion about it, but <laughs> God, look what you did! You it's got tough, here. You got Yeah, to you, see the potential. They've brought so much respect and you know honor and everything to this program by what they've done, and they fall a little bit short, and they just want to. They just think the world is over, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you're gonna be here again, and you get to do it again. Mm-hmm. Use that to fuel your drive, and you know. More consistent, you know, the consistency and that kind of stuff. You've got a lot. You got a big fan base now. We didn't used to have, you know. And yeah. it's all because people like people, you and people that people you know, know spread you the word. Are. It's it's exciting and it's we're very very uh, appreciative and just kind of it's like it's like surreal a little bit, you know. We're like in the twilight zone <laughs> because it did happen, but it, I'm not saying it like flip the switch and these kids were good they've worked their tails off and they've been through a lot Mm -hmm. and i think that was uh, you know if that's not a coping skill to carry on for the rest of your life you know the adversity along with gymnastics in general everybody has that gymnastics adversity or whatever but certain programs go through a roller coaster of events that are just like get me off this train right now like done (laughs) and um that they've persevered and you know, just believe so much in themselves and the, our process that, uh, yeah, I... I can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> I really
0: There's a really good vibe with this team. I've, I've been feeling this for the last couple of years building up. You guys have some great freshmen coming in. I really think... You have a special team. Well,
1: it's interesting, too, because they do some comparisons about, uh, you know, because last year's team had so much and did so many things and checked the boxes and all that was great. And the word out of this team is it's like we're even closer. Yes. We're even tighter than we were. And that's not saying that was bad last year. It's just grown. It's just Mm -hmm. like taken off. And
0: I can feel that energy just being in the gym today. Yeah, right. I can tell they're a close group. They seem like they're having fun. They're having so much fun. There's a good vibe for sure. Yeah. And the talent level, I was saying this to her earlier, but the talent level reminds me a lot of the talent that was on Michigan's team when they won in 2021. Like oh. We knew, I'm not trying to put the pressure on you, <laughs> but like, as Michigan fans, you know, we're Michigan yeah, fans. Yeah. We had all these recruits coming in, and it was like super exciting. We knew that like they could win a we, national yeah. title. Uh-huh. You could see that building. And like I'm not trying to put pressure on you guys, but I feel like I can see that with this team. Like You yes. guys have so much talent they put it. on your team. So good.
1: I presented to them as you guys, they're right their own destiny kind of mm-hmm. thing team 49 was team 49 team 50 what are we going to do how are we going to do this okay. let's get started on team 50 and see what's going to happen and they're just taking control and they want to do more they just do and I'm like that sounds good to me <laughs> the coaches <laughs> yeah. we're on board with you yeah, <laughs> so right. yeah it's 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 pretty cool it is pretty cool
0: we were talking, now I, at this point, I don't remember if it was while we were recording or before we started recording, but you guys were hosting Big Ten. Yeah. That, was, be, that was before. That was what okay. we Uh-huh. <laughs> so talk a little bit about that. And then my question is, if you can even say or if you even know, is that going to be in Jenison? Or it is. Or is that going to be in Breslin? It's in me, Jenison. In okay. I have a question. I'm interrupting to ask my own question. What do we need to do to get a meet inside the Breslin Center?
1: I think it'll happen at some point. Right now, um... They're contracted out a certain number of years with outside, uh, mm. events that are coming in and it just happened to not fall or it happened to fall on a date where there was some three day competition going or whatever. So it was, the contract was signed. It was already in motion, okay. you know, that. And so it was unfortunate. Cause you guys
0: it, were like busting through the seams here with attendance last year. Like, oh yeah. You guys need a bigger space. Right.
1: <laughs> and then with podium in here, hopefully we're not losing any seats. That's going to yeah, be yeah. interesting. Um, but we even considered MUN, but then we found out with hockey how they were doing this year. There's a possibility that they may be hosting something that weekend, which is maybe postseason, a regional site, whatever, for, for them. So, you know, like we did in Iowa last year in the arena, the extreme <clears throat> arena. I thought that was fine. That would be a great venue. They just had a $14 million facelift. So yeah. they're giving Genesis a facelift. They've gutted the bathrooms. They're brand new. They've killed the whole uh, Lower bowl. Did I say tic tac again?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> She's joking. I'm doing that thing where, like, I'm having like a tear in my eye and I have an itch in my throat and I'm trying to, like, oh. not to cough in the middle of this podcast.
1: <laughs> 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 Did I like, say tic tac again? <laughs> um,
0: but anyway, so Big tens this year
1: in Jenison, they've they've they're replacing the whole lower bowl of seats, stadium seating, and paint job and dactronic scoreboard so they're really putting a lot of electronic scoring uh, a lot of uh, a lot into it and i think i'm i'm i could say i'm 98 sure that it's gonna be a class act it's they're really d- committing themselves to putting on a good a good um event for us i know some of the big ten uh gymnastics coaches are like jenison because they know they come here on a dual meter or whatever and i'm like trust me guys they've done a lot already and there's there's more going on so no it's gonna be a great event, we're real excited about it, Um, we're doing a big, we're, I have nothing to do with it, Um, (laughs) one of our, a handful of our alums have put a committee together and they're doing a big alumni reunion, which we're getting people back from the 70s and 80s and that are interested in coming back and it's going to be, it's going to be pretty cool, so we're excited about that, Um, and just the fact that it's here again, it's the last year as the Big Ten as we know it, Mm -hmm. so that's, you know, that's kind of cool. Be really nice if we could take it, you know, with that in, in consideration our 50th on our fiftieth anniversary. A tie. Okay. <laughs> we could do that.
0: Applause, please. Compromise.
1: Co fiftieth year celebration. Yeah. I don't even know how long how long has this Michigan's program been? Around, um, you know? Oh,
0: they're in like their 50 something. Is it? In the, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're, in the, I mean, they're in the 50s, I think. Okay. <laughs> um, at least I'm pretty sure. I I mean, Beth, know that. And Bab's Beth, been there for more than half
1: of it. 35, Yeah, seasons. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. yeah. She's done some amazing things with that program. It's yeah. just, you know, she's, yeah, a legend. Yeah.
0: I wanted to ask about – I think we kind of alluded to having a question about this, but the yeah, gym. you had time to think about it. Yeah, so I want to ask. So <laughs> I feel like in the big time we're seeing a lot more schools, like, investing in their gymnastics program. Um, Nebraska got a new gym. Iowa's getting a new getting gym. One. Is there any possibility Maryland's for you guys? Maryland's getting one. Minnesota's getting one. Oh, are they? Oh, trust me. Oh, Minnesota I know is every, too, yeah. Yeah. So everyone but you guys?
1: Well, <laughs> this, this is – we got from our athletic director, I want to say it was – In June, we do this coaches on the road thing to Traverse City to just, you know, coaches of all the programs don't get together much and get to share ideas and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So they put one together for us. And in his meeting, he said they're conceptually looking at a new arena, which doesn't replace this one because Jenison is a landmark, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the house that Magic built and all that stuff. And most recently... Um, If they ever considered tearing down Jenison, the only thing they could put in this place would be a parking lot because it's in a floodplain. Mm -hmm. So Jenison's staying. Um, They talked about renovating, and there were a lot of issues with that, with asbestos abatement and all that kind of stuff. When they redid our second floor, there was a lot of that going on in 2018, but they did a fabulous job of doing it. So they went to this, could we do like an event center, which was... Also, could be used by like the students, so the athletic department wouldn't have to foot the whole bill. Mm-hmm. And then, along with that, they were like, they found that there hadn't been, and this is out of our athletic director's mouth, and it has been public to donor groups and alumni groups and all this kind of stuff that, uh, in the history of Michigan State, which was founded in 1855, there has never been a facility built for a female sp- women's sport. Oh. They've all been something writing on the back of a men's program or whatever, or shared by or whatever. And I was like, can you say gender equality? <laughs> 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 what are you doing? <laughs> of course we're going to get this. This is happening. This is, you know, a no-brainer. Well, um conceptually still hadn't reached out to architects or anything like that because we had done this in 2018 because the third floor where we are now was get going to get a whole re- renovations we hadn't gotten architects and i had been in on the the drawings and you know where things were falling and equipment and how things are being you know everything that was involved with it well then you know what happened around then so that mm-hmm. the rug got pulled out from under us yeah. so um He's saying he's putting a proposal together for an event center that could hold 4,500 to 5,000 people, which I know at, doesn't sound great right now for an athletic facility or arena because we're capable of going past that now. But I think that at that point we'd revisit the Breslin Center. But okay. along with the arena would be practice new practice facilities for gymnastics volleyball and wrestling okay so this has been put out there it hasn't been brought to the trustees right now because of some certain things that are going on timing is everything (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah. drama always controversy always so as soon
1: as some drama (laughs) kind of fades away again (laughs) yeah um they're ready to go you know they've reached out to donors they have people already committing to you know monies and stuff like that obviously a lot of donor donations will be naming naming rights for big money and corporate sponsorships and things like that so it's just the fact that it's being talked about brings like a tear to my eye because mm-hmm. i at one point i was like it's not happening in my lifetime mm-hmm. and now i'm feeling like it's happening mm-hmm. and how soon depends on a couple little things but yeah, you things know things out of your
0: control things <laughs> out of my control
1: but i think on the back side that build this facility because you need to. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, you need to get with the times. And the team you know, deserves it. The yeah. team deserves it. Darn it.
0: Team deserves that. Also, I, don't you think it would help with recruiting and stuff?
1: Too? Oh, big time. We've, yeah. We we couldn't pull a five-star recruit in to, to visit our campus, to watch a practice, you know, on official visits or whatever. Three years ago, well, except for Nikki, you know. <laughs> She's yeah. came, she came with her sister kind of thing. That was a little easy. <laughs> you lucked out with that we one. We lucked out. <laughs> when, when, hey, Two i be the first one to meet it. And Skyla, hello. <laughs> she was coming to Michigan State out of the womb. So it right. was like whether she wanted to or not, Or yeah. obviously she did. So we got some luck. And But along with that is those are the kind of things that have contributed to our success. And um, this year, I would say out of 12 official visits we had, I'd say – Close to half of them were five star. They were five and four star recruits. Yeah. We're getting you're def- here you're definitely and they'd stepping see, it up. They a would bit. see our facility and go, Oh, it's nice. <laughs> well, it's you know, it's a little antiquated looking, and I'm trying to put a mural up and we're getting all carpet bonded foam and we're <laughs> aesthetically making it look better because it has all everything it needs. The equipment's oh, yeah. amazing, it's all great. We're getting another set of bars, which that's happening on the other side of the wall, so we're expanding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, We're getting like a water weight set, so when we go to meets that have portable bars and stuff, we can practice on on the water weight bars those weeks and stuff. You guys
0: also have a beam that's like up on an elevated surface, which is great. You You have a bar set on the elevated surface. Yeah. I don't know really too many teams that have that. So that's like. And that's that's all they've
1: had since I was here back in the 80s. That has not changed. (laughs) That That is wild. I mean, oh. like the rails. Okay, the rails have changed, and I'm sure they've upgraded from Nissan to AAI. Yeah. But um, actually, I lied. The trampoline is still a Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Don't crazy. let that out, but
0: yeah. <laughs> Edit that out. Um, yeah.
1: it's uh, it, they, They're they behind us, so they, they let us spend money. I'm getting ready to buy probably two more beams, okay. so... Yeah, I that's, feel like
0: the athletic department has to know too that like that would help. The they routine. so
1: know, and they're getting it from <laughs> volleyball. They're getting it from wrestling. They in the same kind of thing. It's like we're, if we're and the programs are doing better, you know. So if that's the thing that's holding us back, we got to change that thing, yeah. you know. And we're not one of those big like we're not football or basketball. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, Um we got a question from one of our patrons, and I actually thought this was a really interesting question that I. Guess I'd never really like thought about before. So, what is it like for you recruiting having Michigan an hour away from you? Like, I don't think we ever have ever seen two nationally competitive programs within an hour distance of each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like we Googled Cal and UCLA. They're like five hours apart. Yeah. Like, to like, be that close to a team that. Won the national championship a couple years mm-hmm. ago, has been dominating in the Big Ten. Has that been a struggle with recruiting, trying to like oh, yeah. pull people your way instead but, of the team down the road?
1: I would say three years ago, yes. But in the past two years, they can hit two and one, you know, <laughs> one true. two weekends, you know, right? and they true. do. And I'm like, okay, we're hanging. They they just came from them, or they're going to them after us, and you know. Uh, anyway, I can't let yeah. You know, uh. Yeah, there's
0: <laughs> there's only so much you can say on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that was a question from a patron. I did think it was interesting because, like I said, it is just, interesting. But we've that, we're like,
1: fortunate enough to have we've had some of their recruits here. Obviously, totally some of them they didn't get picked up, but some of them did get picked up. And we're like, you know, I feel like we're hanging. Yeah, have, hanging. have we gotten there yet? Well, no, we don't have a national championship, and there's you know that's that's not going to be an easy undertaking. you know. But I think we're on the path to mm-hmm. to doing something like that at some point.
0: It'd be nice if it was in of, my lifetime. A lot of recruits, I think, also want to be a part of something for the first time. That's like, it, that's so the like, sell. This is the kind that's of program the sell. to be a part of. I know, of. truly, if I was a gymnast, like, I would want to be a part of all the history that's being uh-huh. made. And I feel like Michigan State is like in that phase where yep. like, you're you building a like that, that team something. right
1: now. So. Yeah, I appreciate that you're saying that because we do sell that to our recruits. It's like, would you like to be the first one that did mm-hmm, that? Wouldn't yeah. you like to be... You know, Nikki, the first thirty-nine all around her at you know yeah. Michigan State or whatever, 39 yeah. something, whatever. This is the time. First this is, this yeah. is the time to be here. Yep. All right, so
0: recruits and no, I'm getting <laughs> <Don't Dizelle. laughs> ask your silly question. Oh, okay, we have one more Patreon question. Uh-huh. This one's kind of funny. So this is not from us. This is from one of our listeners. Uh-huh. They said this is a very silly question, but do people ever get you confused with Mike Rowe, who hosted Dirty Jobs on the Discovery Channel?
1: Well, we don't look anything alike, but...
0: <laughs> I don't know who this even is. They
1: have probably... I have probably heard that. Well, I, I can't even count the number of times I've heard that. Um, because, first of all, I'm older than him, so I had the name before he did.
0: Okay, so you're the original. I don't
1: boy, have though. a jeans line. I'm the original, right? <laughs> no, if you literally look through, like... I don't want to say the phone book, because I'd really be myself, but I just said it. Um, if you go online and, like, Google... The number of Mike or Michael Rose and Lansing, I think there's like forty of them.
0: Okay. Like I, was Lansing. I,
1: yeah. <laughs> so I, my mom, you know, I, I remember when I was younger, I was my name is so boring. It's like two, you know, one Sybil, Mike Rowe or whatever. I was not thrilled. And then going into the theater, my mom's like, "Well, you know, you could have a stage name. Why don't you have it? Let's think of a stage name for you." And I'm like, "Okay, now I'm." When it was my idea, it was okay. But now that it's your idea, what? What? I can't. I'm not good enough to have your name. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> so, uh, but. So I was when you
0: like, like get a hotel somewhere, people don't think that you're Mike micro. Everybody fun.
1: has that comment. Well, you don't look like the guy who does the dirty job. And like, well, yeah, well they, yeah, I don't. I, I, and I don't have his paycheck either. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you have a cooler job.
1: <laughs> I do I do have a job because I don't feel like I have a job. Yeah. We have so much fun and I and you know, my staff will say the same thing with you know, this team and the opportunities that we're given all the time and you know, it's it's like we're writing our own ticket and the administration has been so great behind us, supporting us. It just seems like more and more and more, mm-hmm. you know, our sport administrators, everything is just, you know, coming together for us. And if that alone makes you feel they notice it. The team notices. They see all these things happening. They see us getting to charter to Big Tens or, you know, Big Fives or whatever like that, that. That never happened before, and we know that's expensive and that's different and that had to be a wow. Well, you guys have earned that, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So it's, they're they've been amazing in, you know, just the response that we've been getting, the fan base. The it's it's been really cool. So. You know, we like to get out of the office. We love recruiting, but we like to get out of the office, do our administrative work as quick as we can and get up to the gym and start if if it's not me building something or painting something or putting down carpet bonded foam or whatever, (laughs) tightening bar cables, it's Nicole's choreography and she's been up there. I wish she had an extra dollar for every five, six, seven, eight she had to, you know, change or, you know, correct fix or whatever. Devin has just been such a huge compliment to this staff. We got them both from CGA, okay. which I'm sure we're probably not invited back in there anytime soon. Because <laughs> sometimes <laughs> every time we step in the door, we're walking out with a coach. But um, that wasn't the... Like we said, this
0: is the place to be, including for people who want to coach. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You know, Rachel,
1: this is her first step. She was our fourth coach that was added kind of at the end of the summer, whatever. She was at Auburn for two years. You know, she was an Illinois gymnast. She's got Big Ten experience. She's learning a lot through us. I hope it's all good. Um, (laughs) But, you know, that's that's kind of fun, too, because you're mentoring somebody that, you know, is being given a – what I think is a golden opportunity, a lot younger than I when I got into it or whatever, and you know Nicole's a spy. She'll probably be the next head coach here. You know Devin's gonna be a head coach someday. They're all heading up that path, and it's just cool to see them. You know, grow even seasonally. How much Devin and Nicole, you know, have grown, and it's you know I I, I listen to them. I I have learned a lot in my age, yeah, I guess not just my tenure here, but in the number of years I've been coaching college that you can't know it all. Mm -hmm. You can't know it all. You know, this sport specifically, because there's been so much change and everything in many ways. um, I'm more of a, or we're more of a, um, how do I say, you know, obviously positive reinforcement and all that kind of stuff. And people talk a lot of that talk, but don't follow through necessarily with it. And we... Uh, And this is kind of a nice compliment. We've heard a lot this year from all of the recruits that we've had on campus and stuff that, you know, we were just interested in Michigan State because you guys look like you have so much fun Mm -hmm. when we see you on TV. And I was like, wow, that's really, that's, you know, why is, that's obviously not a bad thing. They got into the sport because it was something that they thought was fun. And they're leaving college still having fun, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe breaking some records and doing some cool things. So. I'm well, will end off this
0: it. one. I mean, you kind of just touched on it a little bit, but what's the biggest lesson that you've learned so far as a head coach?
1: Oh, I, I, number one, anybody that aspires to be a head coach of a gymnastics program, and I'm probably this probably goes with any sport in general, is don't try to take ownership of everything. Like, this is my program because it so is not. And if you think you're going to be able to finish everything on time at the quality that you'd like to do it without being able to – give out and uh perfect and uh is that an alarm? No it's my husband calling. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I love the cricket the cricket. Well that's how it yeah. <laughs> um with that what's the word I'm looking for? You know, distributing like responsibilities or getting stuff off your plate. I'm always almost to almost to a fault now giving too much away because the administrative responsibilities that go with being a head coach, the responsibilities not only with the NCAA, with the big 10 and all that stuff, the, all of the stuff that you just would rather not deal with and that you got to, you know, take ownership of and do it. And then you're, Oh yeah, I didn't write my lesson plan for today for bars or whatever, or we have a donor meeting or we have event management meeting or things like that. There is so much involved to being a head coach. Um, I'm going to say, I am say going for it, but know that you cannot control it and have it as your own. It takes a village and you got to take advantage of hiring good people that can do that work for you. And I feel so blessed that I've got them that, that, you know, every, every day, you know, that they can do that. And, that's why that you know the, the big 10 head coach of the year and all that kind of stuff, I feel kind of silly going into that but just say it should be a staff award yeah because man, it was not I, I do one event. Right, I, know, I feel like it's I,
0: never actually just one person. Right, right. It's always a, a team effort.
1: Right, if I could slice it in pieces or we all could get one or whatever. <laughs> it's like Mean I, Girls I
0: where they're taking the crown and they break it off. Big time, everybody's
1: <laughs> beast. You get a car, do you, you get, get a car. Do you
0: get a trophy for that? Do you yeah, get okay, yeah. Okay, so just break it in half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Smash.
1: It's such an honor. It, don't get me wrong, it is such an honor. and um, But it's everybody's. You know, we were fortunate enough two years ago to have the the national staff of the year. And they called it that, the WCGA. And I don't think, I don't, I'm not aware of them ever doing that before, and they may have. But that was like, finally, I was so thankful that they did that because, you know, they're all important. They all make my job easier, and they're great at their jobs. So it's, it's, don't try to take it on yourself. You won't last long. <laughs> And you'll end up having a lot of enemies.
0: (laughs) Is there anything else that you want to add? Um, Anything about yourself, your team? Um, Anything you want our listeners to know? I
1: just, you know, I I don't want to come off sounding like I'm pounding my chest about something that we've done that, oh, this is going to live on forever. Because there's so many ways this could fall right through the cracks, you know, Mm -hmm. and it could go away. So we are very appreciative and aware that we have to keep doing what we're doing and not rest on our laurels or anything like that we have to keep working hard and keep these kids motivated I think that's an easy job for us now because they are just fun and they like to have fun and gymnastics is still fun for them but um I do know that you know this this may not happen like we aspire to you know or we would like it to be this year but we're not gonna let anything get in our way to stop us. A loss here or there is not gonna burst our bubble. We're still gonna give it all that we've got and you know fight till the end because we think we we do got a good thing going and we do have a good shot. So we'll see what happens. You know I really 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 want to thank you guys for taking us kind of under your wing as as Michigan fans and stuff because we have a hot, believe it or not the Big Ten Conference and our head coaches. Uh, Big Ten head coaches, even with uh, Jen and Janelle coming in next year or whatever. We are a very close-knit group, and, you know, when we have our Zoom meetings or in-person head coaches meetings or whatever, we're all about the conference and raising the, you know, getting more people into the top ten and Mm -hmm. knocking out a few of the other Conferences and you know yeah. taking ownership of what we've worked hard for, and people are up in their game and raising their game, and um, it's exciting to see. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be more competitive for us and all that, but we like that. We you know, that's what the sport is about. It's if everybody was doing the same thing and you know uh, the same people were winning over and over. And I mean, Michigan's a different. <laughs> they you've seen it. Bev hates this. She hates to be called the outlier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Beth. (laughs) But it's true. But when you put yourself up on that what they've accomplished over the decades I mean that's different but you know we're we can kind of hang with you guys right now that's pretty cool yeah. and she's one of the first person to come over and just give me a big hug and say so proud of every you know where this program's coming what you guys have done says it all the time so even
0: like losing to you guys last year we we had talked to her about it like she's like it that needed to happen like this is good for the sport it was like, so
1: good for the sport it was so good for us it was obviously good for us but it was you know she was so real you know and sincere and all that and that's that just means so much to your for your team to hear that and stuff to know this legacy is you know as noticed you know really really cool but you guys especially for you know hanging with us the past the past couple years and taking notice and coming in and doing this what I I don't I don't follow social media that much Mm -hmm. I share I'm a sharer yeah. I share a lot of our team stuff on my personal page, and then I'll throw in my dog or on my <laughs> husband. We're on vacation or whatever. So it's all over the – yeah. yeah. Um, Twitter, I don't really follow that much. And occasionally I'll go in there because um, Leah Mitchell, who was on our team last year, and now she's with the WWE. Yeah, yeah. Kehlani, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm following her on TV and all this kind of stuff. So I'll find a lot of her stuff is through Twitter, and I'll see stuff that people have posted about us. I'm like, people are talking about us again, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I happen to see – that little letter icon on Twitter, yeah, I didn't know was like, like, check that. People are like, I had like fifty of them, and I'm going oh, through. Oh, you mean like
0: people messaging you? Yeah. Okay.
1: Never have explored that whatsoever.
0: Yeah, you did take a while to respond. To a us. long
1: time, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, when did she send this? I think you had sent me one even after last year or whatever, and I didn't even open it, acknowledge Mind it because I didn't. There? Yeah. <laughs> So that's why I put my phone number, my cell phone number, in there too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know what? If I don't answer this for a couple of days or weeks, I probably haven't been on. And I'm if you need to really I get a was hold like, of me, you know why
0: He'll get back to me at some point. Well, we were well, talking about it. are we like, maybe he's like sweating bullets about recruiting. Like maybe he doesn't want it to. Well, talk. yeah, a little bit.
1: But I had not. I was like, no. I let's do this. Let's do this. But I was like, <laughs> do you want me to zoom? Do you want to come over? What do you know? Kind we of thing. In
0: person, honestly. I Anytime. Just feel like
1: it's, <laughs> Butter Anytime, we
0: wanted to come in here and see you guys. So well, we're, I appreciate we're always that at Michigan, obviously. So yeah, we, <laughs> we are genuinely big that. fans of your team. So I don't well, like Michigan State <laughs> for anything else, but for the gymnastics team, <laughs> right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> that no, well,
1: what's what the point? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but I was saying this to someone else. Like just being a fan of good gymnastics, uh-huh. like you can take you the rivalries out of and it, it. Respect yeah. It, yeah. See it. Yeah, seriously. You guys are fun to watch. Love watching you guys. I mean, you guys thank do. You. do Big exciting things. My heart is happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, even like sitting in the stands watching Michigan get beat last year, like obviously there's a part of me that's like, dang. I didn't even know it was happening. I had no idea. I was genuinely happy for you guys too. Like it's a weird combination of like sad for them, but also I'm like so happy because you guys also deserve it. So I'm like, this is kind of exciting. Yeah, one big happy family. I had
1: no idea. It was like, (laughs) because I truly do not look at the scoreboard. And when the Sports information directors come around after every rotation and hand you the scores. I'll look at our side, but I don't look at the other side. I just don't wanna project I used to be I used to demand a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there would be can I share a picture with you? Oh might yes. <laughs> take give me a second to uh <laughs> to look it up because it explains it all. I don't have to put it any more into words because you see it and you'll go, Oh excited to see what this is. When I was at Pitt, University of Pittsburgh, it was a huge learning experience for me and I had a great, I learned so much. Debbie Yeoman was my mentor and everything was great and we didn't, you know, our recruiting was tough. Um, It's an amazing school. I'm not doing a PA announcement for them. But we have three uh, groups, <laughs> Michigan State. Yeah. Because so yeah. we got we took Gabby from them, but uh or, or yeah, borrowed her, yeah. No, we borrowed took her. Are, you we, we signed her. are you, are
0: you playing on giving her back? <laughs> no, no, no,
1: she's not going anywhere. But just to I just can't see your reaction for this. This was after a meet in a huddle. That's what I'm gonna say. But okay. just to get a little idea of my disposition when we didn't win, because I came from Twist stars who Never oh, yeah. lost uh-huh. in like ten years. Mm-hmm. Every level, every state meet, One run, one run, one run, one. You know we were used to winning, and it was, it was a guarantee we were gonna win. We didn't win this one.
0: god okay, I'm excited. <laughs> oh my god, that doesn't even look like you, honestly. I know you are so. In my mind, like you are so like happy and like just watching you on the sidelines is so fine because you there are was like. no happiness the, there. So, that should be a meme. You are yeah, so the, was, the, the was, opposite. No that is and so the And we're we're like
1: like best friends and all that kind of stuff but it was like
0: you were like ready to like punch somebody
1: (laughs) (laughs) well bars must have felt like way flat or something but and I was unhappy with myself but so that kind of thing I've worked so long on your whether it's good energy you know anxiety stress something's gone wrong that shouldn't have happened and they're like a Judge through a bad score, right, you know, and I don't mean to use that because that ever happens. But, um, you know, no poker face. I've worked on the poker face a lot, and I think for the, for the most part, it, it doesn't transition or shake off on the student-athletes, which is the most important part. You don't want to be a part of their stressors or, you know, anxiety. They've got, they put it enough on themselves when they're going to the compete or whatever. I used to be part of the problem. So I've tried so hard to work on not being any part of the problem. Yeah. And that that's, picture, I think that that's been a – surprising to me because like yeah. that's
0: not, like, my vision of you at all. Like just right. being here and watching like you. Like, alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are, like, the exact opposite of that in my mind.
1: <laughs> Thank you that it's working.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you need to tweet that so it can be a new, like, meme. People, Seriously. I mean, people like, would use it. It would be like,
1: so funny. Oh, wow. What happened to him? <laughs> because, literally, that was – that was – 2010 or 11. I love how you have it like saved, saved
0: in, it. in your phone too. Like, Do, I you, do, I you, re- do you reference it often? I,
1: not often, <laughs> but it's just like, you got to see this because you'll believe that you will not think this is me. Yeah, and I look like yeah. I just want to bite someone's head off. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we love the growth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like you can always person. learn something. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, every right. day.
1: And I, and I tell them the I call them kids, but I can't call them kids. <laughs> but uh, I learn stuff from them every day. And I I live for that, yeah. you know. And I'm not just talking, you know, their TikTok dances. Got to right that time. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, just I, like I eavesdrop in on the Chalk Talk, in the, at the Chalk tree or whatever, and I'll be like, okay, move away from that because you don't want to be part of that conversation. Yeah. 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 It's not for me. Okay, did I hear it? Is that oh, – now I want to be a part of that conversation. So, I don't know. They, it's yeah. fun.
0: You guys you guys have a good vibe here. It's it seems thank fun. You. I could pick that up It is. So. It is.
1: It's a lot of fun.
0: And thank you so much for doing this. This has yes, been fun too. You.
1: Oh, my pleasure. It was been it was real fun. Real fun. Thank you. The girls will be like, "Oh, there's Mike's. And you know, I could just hear it. <laughs>
0: We want to say thank you so much to Mike for taking the time out of his very busy schedule to sit down and talk with us for over an hour previewing this upcoming season. And we also want to say thank you to the entire coaching staff and the entire team for welcoming us into their gym to watch practice. The team looked amazing, and I think this is going to be another really, really, really good season for MSU. I think a lot of people are underestimating them a little bit. Oh, 100%. No doubts. I think that people tend to fixate on the top, like, couple of teams, and they forget about the potential of the teams that are, like, right on the brink, that are still, like you know, in the top 10 or on the brink of being in the top 10. This is absolutely a team that has the potential to compete with any of the top teams in the country. Like, oh, yeah. On any given day, this team doing what they're capable of doing can be the very top teams in the country. I fully stand by that. Mm -hmm. Even just after watching one practice of theirs, how consistent they were. You could just see the potential, even on the little aspects that they weren't super consistent on that day. You could just see so much potential with this team to not only do big things in the Big Ten, but nationally. Like, I... I totally think this is a team that can qualify to the NCAA championships. This is a team that could win outright the Big Ten title. This is a team that can score 198 multiple times this season. And I also think it's a team that, you know, obviously on the right day, everything would have to line up. But this is a team that could really even be in the Final Four. And I know that sounds crazy to say, but you got to remember the best example that I can think of of this is, like we mentioned in the interview, Michigan in 2021. They were a team that was returning a lot of talent. They had really strong Strong incoming freshman class that year and, and sophomores, like underclassmen that were very, very strong. And in the years leading up to that, they had not qualified to the NCAA finals. And in- since 2011, yeah, it had been like years. And back then, the finals were six teams, so it was—I don't want to say it was easier to make it, because it was—it's never easy. It's never been easy. But there was but, more opportunity for teams to make it, and they were like struggling to get in there. Yeah, there was times where Michigan didn't advance to nationals from regionals, and like it was just a constant like uphill battle <laughs> for Michigan. And the reason why I bring that up is this Michigan State team reminds me of that Michigan team because, as you all know, Michigan went on to win the entire national championship, like not only making the final four after all those years, but then also just winning the whole thing outright. Yeah. And it's, we don't say that to put pressure on the team. Like, obviously they still have a lot to prove, but I think the potential is there. Mm -hmm. You can tell the energy is building towards something big. And I think they have the talent and the depth on their team to be able to realistically start to see themselves in those conversations for making it to the national championships, winning the Big Ten championship outright, making it to the finals of nationals and, and seeing what happens from there. You know Yeah, what I, mean? I think Michigan in 2021, if that taught us anything, it's that, like, why not Michigan? Why not Michigan State? Why not any team in the Big Ten? Like, why does it always have to be the SEC? Or why does it always have to be the Pac-12, which or Oklahoma, is it, which or Oklahoma, yeah, or <laughs> I was gonna say the Pac-12, which is soon not to be anymore. But you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't always have to be those same teams. New teams can break in, and Michigan State has been climbing up. People have recognized that, but you know, at some point, you got to start to consider them in the mix to not just make it to nationals, but To be in that conversation. Like, don't be afraid to start including some Big Ten teams in that conversation. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Do not be afraid to include them in your top predictions for the end of the season. Like, don't think because it's Michigan State, they haven't made it to Nationals, I believe, since 1988. My point is, this is a team that's not consistently making Nationals. This is a team that just went 198 for the first time last season. But... You got to see the potential and don't be afraid to like incorporate that team in your predictions into what you're hoping for. I mean, the talent is truly there with this team and we're really excited about it. I mean, they have some stellar incoming freshmen, they have veterans. And I think if there was one event last season that really for any team kind of keeps them out of the mix... It's vault. It's vault because all of the top teams have full 10-0 start value lineups. Michigan State was one of those teams that couldn't say that last year. And this year they can. And they're not just pulling out these 10-0 start values. They're really good 10-0 start values. Athletes that are capable of going up there and sticking it or having a very small hop more often than not. Yeah. So it's really good. (laughs) Gabby Steven, you've probably all seen by now that she's upgraded her vault. She had a stellar... Yerchenko full, like chef's kiss, perfection. Just about as good as you could do it. But she's doing a Yerchenko one and a half now, so that gives her a little bit of a score boost, hopefully. Skyla Schulte has a Yerchenko full, but it's like one of the best fulls that are being done. Like her body position, she sticks the landing very, very often. If not, just has like tiny little slides on the landing, like minimal deductions on that vault. Kind of like with, we were talking UCLA last week, Shea Campbell. Like, they keep her in that vault lineup despite the fact that they have other 10-0 start values, but it's because her full is so good. Skyla is kind of that for MSU. Yes. Nikki Smith was amazing on vault last Got year. Got a 10 last year as a freshman. Sage Kellerman is, like, out of this world. A freshman last year as well. Just so consistent. She does the front handspring from pike half and just... <laughs> Has this uncanny way of finding the landing every single time. I think I've seen her stick it more than I have not seen her stick it. There's few athletes that I would be willing to like place bets on, like actually wager large amounts of money <laughs> because we, I, we don't actually do this. By the way. No, I'm to, to show my confidence level in certain athletes. Like Haley Bryant is one of those people involved. Sierra Brooks with her uneven bar routine and her dismount, sticking her dismount. Curly Bauman and her dismount as well, Yeah, bars. There's, there's a couple athletes out there that just do the same thing over and over again. And Sage Kellerman. Oh, Olivia Troutman was the other one I was going to say on yeah. vault. She was that kind of athlete. But Sage Kellerman on vault, like, just so confident that she's going to go out there and nail it. She's the reigning Big Ten vault champion for a reason, guys. <laughs> and then they have two freshmen, Michaela Tucker, who is coming in as the 2023 level 10 national champion on vault, as well as on floor, and then Gabby Ortiz, who also has Yurchenko one and a half. She finished fifth on vault at nationals this year and has been looking phenomenal from what we've seen in training. They both have. Mm-hmm. So that right there is like a really, really, really good vault lineup. And then you have people like Olivia Zarmani training a one and a half. That's an option as well. Nia Smith has a really clean. Cherchenko full. Bailey Garcia has a really nice Cherchenko full. Lauren Chu. I mean, so they have options. Looking in from last year to now such a dramatic increase they didn't, just on vaults alone. They didn't, we said this in the interview, they didn't lose anything, but they gained a lot. Yeah. So they lost Tori Loomis who did a couple of bar routines, but that's it. Like they didn't lose any of their stars. Jory Jackard came back. Nia Smith came back. They were the other seniors. And they didn't lose any like consistent, you know, scoring routines in their lineup. They just reloaded essentially. No, literally they did. <laughs> we should probably mention before we get too ahead of ourselves, we usually start by mentioning the freshmen. Yeah, and, like, got we Yep. Hey guys. We're getting too excited here. So let's back up and talk about the freshmen. So Michaela Tucker, we mentioned, coming in as the reigning national vault and floor champion at Level 10 Nationals last year. She's also the regional champion on vault, beam, and in the all-around, as well as a Nastia Cup qualifier from 2022. Isabella Trostel is someone that I was really impressed with in the gym the other day. Absolutely stunning work on beam. She got second on beam at Nationals in 2022, and she's also the 2022 Region 5 beam champion. Gabby Ortiz, we mentioned, got fifth on vault this year at nationals and she is the region a all around champion as well as getting second on bars and floor. She was fourth on vault at nationals in 2022. Emma Meisenheimer is a 2023 level 10 national qualifier. She's also a 2023 North Carolina state champion on vault. She also got second on bars Floor and in the all around. And then there's Kendall Abney, who was seventh on beam this year at Nationals. She is the Region 5 beam and all around champion from this year, as well as getting second on ball in bars. And then at States this year, she won bars, beam, and all around. So really great freshman for Michigan State this season. So I think we left off on bars. They're returning a really strong lineup from last year. Delaney Harkness, the highest scoring returner on that event. Skyla Schulte, Gabby Stephen, Nikki Smith. Those are athletes that I would say are pretty much locked into that lineup. Mm -hmm. They also have Jory Jackard, who got a 10 on bars last year. Absolutely stunning bar work. She was coming back from some sort of slight hand. I think she, I don't know if she broke a finger. I forget what exactly it was, but... When we were in last week, she was only just starting to get back into the swing of things on bars and beam, but she's a stunning athlete on those two events. Back in the swing of things, no pun intended, literally. And then Olivia Zarmani, she's somebody who I also think is in contention for this bar lineup. We saw her a little bit last season, but I think she has great potential on that event. Sage Kellerman is another one in the mix. Yep, she scored a. She came in in the last half of the season last year on bars, and I think she scored like. Two nine eight fives and then a 995. So we didn't see much of her on bars, but what we did see was really, really strong. And I think she's going to be in strong contention for that lineup this year. Beam, they have the potential to have the same exact lineup that they had last year if they want. Yeah, I think Beam is the event where Michigan State has the most depth just looking at the roster because they've got Skyla Schulte, Bailey Garcia, Gabby Steven. I feel like those are kind of like the mainstays in the lineup. And then Nikki Smith, of course. Delaney Harkness. um, Gianna Khalifi was the leadoff last season, and it has just beautiful lines. But Gabby Ortiz looked great in training the other day. She hit a beam set that was so confident. Barely a wobble, like, at all. Stuck her dismount. Like, a really, really solid routine that I would have gone 99 plus on. So that's really promising. She has the confidence of a veteran, like, someone who's been doing this for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. Like, she just looks so calm, cool, and ready for everything. (laughs) on my Bonnie is an option, Michaela Tucker, Isabella Trostel. I mentioned she's absolutely stunning on this event. We, when we first walked in the gym, we didn't like recognize her like by her face. We didn't know who she was, but when we found out it was her and we were like, oh my gosh, we knew she was good on beam, but just so beautiful. And as a level 10, she had some pretty cool combinations, if I'm not mistaken, on beam. Yeah. Let me pull up our fantasy gym routine tracker. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta plug that because we have here noted... Some of the cool stuff she has been seen training. Okay, so she competed this, well, on an odie, which we love an But then she did a backhand screen, layout, step out, layout, step out, layout full, dismount off the beam. Like, all connected. Okay. So she did, like, the backhand screen, layout, step out, layout, step out into her layout full dismount, which is pretty sick. And then she was training in 2022. She was doing an anodi front aerial, back handspring, layout, step out, layout, step out. So she's like a connection queen. Yes. And I don't think we're going to necessarily see any of that in college. I mean, who knows? Fingers crossed. I'll, I won't be mad if we see it. You know what I mean? Like, if she wants to do that, I go think- ahead. I think it would have to be, like, really, really consistent for them to put that in a lineup, (laughs) but who knows? But it just shows, like, what she's capable of on Beam. The potential is, like, through the roof. She's a trickster, for sure. And there's Nia Smith has been in the Beam lineup before. Jory Jackard shows a lot of potential on that event as well. I think those are the ones that I would say are in, like, strong contention. I know that's a lot of people that we name, but again, they have depth, which is a great thing. And there's others as well. Like, it doesn't stop there, so... (laughs) And then Floor. I think Floor is going to be so, so good. You heard Mike in the interview talk about the upgrades that they have this season and the amount of e-passes they're going to have on Floor. Which is something they've never had before, so yeah. I'm really excited about that. Skyla Schulte. I mean, I don't think we really need to say anything more besides just Skyla Schulte. She's incredible. Same with Nikki Smith. Like, yeah. you know, no words necessary, <laughs> just... You, you guys know. She's amazing. Delaney. I absolutely love Delaney on this event. I love her choreography always. Her performance value. She's consistent. Yeah. She's such a clutch performer on Floor. And then Gabby Ortiz, I think this is gonna be an event where she really, really shines right off the bat. Huge full one. Yeah. And then I just know like she's gonna she's gonna kill it. Like you you, know she's sh- gonna eat. Yeah. She gives off those vibes for sure. And then Nia Smith was a very consistent lead off for the team last season. You also skipped over Gabby Stephen, don't disrespect her. Did like I skip that. over Oh my gosh. We, <laughs> we went from Delaney to Gabby Ortiz, which I am totally fine with that because they're all amazing, but Put some respect in Gabby Stevens' name. She's going to be absolutely. in that lineup. I have her like pretty much locked in that lineup. Oh, absolutely. No disrespect <laughs> to Gabby Steven. I mean, honestly, she's another name that you can just like say the name and move on because we all know. Right. We don't, we don't need to get into it. The people know already. No explanation needed. <laughs> um, Michaela Tucker. Obviously, he's coming in as a level 10 national champion on floor. It's going to be really, really hard to make this lineup. Yeah, Sage, Color man, Olivia's Armani are also training upgrades. Yeah, full ends. I think Olivia's doing the piked full end and then Sage is a tucked full end. But just, like, scary good potential, guys. You, you don't understand. <laughs> So I think in overview, I would say Vaught and Floor has the potential to be their strongest event. But the freshmen coming in, they have added difficulty, added depth, um, which is always a great thing to have. I would say if I had to pick a quote-unquote weak event, I would say m- maybe bars. But just because there's more unfamiliar faces in that lineup. Like, you're going to see somebody in that lineup who wasn't consistently in last year, but we also know that they have people who are capable of being in, like Sage Kellerman, Olivia Mm Zarmani. You know, somebody like that will likely be in that lineup. So again, it's not really a, a weakness, but, you know, we're trying to look for... We're trying to be fair with every team that we talk about and pointing out, um, you know, positive things and maybe areas where they can improve. I think beam consistency also is something that they're going to continue to work on. Mm-hmm. But I have no doubts about that because they're returning the lineup that they had last year and that was a stellar lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really good event for them last season. So I think overall, I mean, we kind of started <laughs> saying our like thoughts for the team and what they're capable of but I really do think this is a team that's in really really strong contention to make it to the national championships I know that's their big goal I think they're not going to make it easy for Michigan this season to just run away with the Big Ten title and there's others in the Big Ten as well but I would definitely say Michigan State is the closest to getting to where Michigan has been the past several years and they just look ready like they look ready now which is a really good thing And to have so many now, but they still have areas to improve. Oh, for sure. You also want to see that at this point in the season as well. Like, you don't want a team that's going to be, like, coming out the gates in November like, destroying everyone. Like, they're looking good and really promising, but also still have little areas where they can clean up and and get a little bit more consistent. Mm -hmm. And I think for them, just having those freshmen step in and be so prepared and ready to step right into the lineups is going to be a big help. Because that's what you see with teams like Oklahoma, you know, in Florida, they have so many people that can just come right in and they're ready to go in those lineups. And I think Michigan State has several people that are kind of doing that for them. So I'm really, really excited to see them this season and want to let people know if you live in Michigan or a surrounding state, yeah, come check out the team. They have their in arena inner squad meet called green and white they had one that they did in the gym a couple of days ago but this is the one that they do in jenison field house and it is on a saturday december 16th at 1 p.m eastern time and that's a really good way to kind of get a, a final glimpse of the team before season starts because after that it's you know the holidays and the new year and season <laughs> Then yeah then you come right back and get right into season so if you are in the area and you want to check out this team, we recommend that you come to the Green and White Inner Squad Meet because they're such a fun team to watch, and I think that they'll knock your socks off this year with some of the talent that they have on their team. Yes, so you will not be disappointed. And if you're there, you can come sit with us. Okay. Another perk. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> no, but seriously, come and support Michigan State Gymnastics and Big Ten Gymnastics That does it for this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And normally, at this point, you guys know if you listen to the outros, that we would read through all of our gold level Patreon supporters and thank you all individually. We have made the executive decision to at least temporarily pull that out just because it has gotten so long. It makes the outros very, very long. It takes me, like, I would say a solid minute and a half to read through all of the names. And people just keep signing up, which we are super, super grateful for. Seriously, cannot thank you guys enough. We've been getting so much support recently. But it's just becoming like a lot to read. And I think the bigger issue that I have with it is just how long it makes the outro. And I feel like a lot of people probably are just clicking out at that point anyway. So <laughs> we'll still do like a general thank you at the end. And your names are always in the show notes. Yes. But for now, at least, while our list is so long, we're going to try and keep it short if that makes sense but if you are interested in becoming a patreon supporter we have a link in the show notes down below and we also have a link in any of our bios on social media to our patreon page we recently went to michigan's in gym inner squad that they did and we've been uploading some full routines over there for our global patreon supporters so make sure you go check that out and let us know if there's anybody in particular that you want to see because we can share that with you yes We'll be back on Monday with what we're thinking is going to be the final episode of Recruit Reflections, for now at least. Of course, we'll bring it back, but as we kind of start to transition into NCAA season, we want to wrap up Recruit Reflections for now. So we're going to finish it out with a perspective that we haven't had yet, which is a gymnast who was a walk-on at a Big Ten school. So we've had a lot of different perspectives so far. With you know top-level athletes. Elite gymnasts. Gymnasts who have gone to their dream school, gymnasts who have gone D3. And the one perspective we don't have yet is a walk-on. So what better way to close things out? So stay tuned for that on Monday. If you guys celebrate Thanksgiving and you live in the United States, happy Thanksgiving. We hope everyone has a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.